All right, friends, family, team. What? It's a Monday? Come on, quit it. We got an exclusive episode for you this week because Johnny Wilcox came into the studio and we made it happen. All right, he's got an art show coming up. We get to talk about it. We get to promote it. We talk about where he's at, how he got there, and what's next. So, for this exclusive, buckle your freaking seatbelts and let's get tropical. It's the Washed Up Podcast, baby. Let's get it. You can come get me. And I'm pointing center field Cause I've been seeing this coming round the bend Get the bands by the trend Next summer run the man Quit playing, got a plan for my comments, uh This shit is a breeze Me and my ego, we think of some thieves I got tricks up my sleeve And I'm playing for keeps I don't answer to no one Johnny Wilcox Welcome into the studio, friend I could not be more excited Thank you for having me, Pat Of course, we find a way to fit our friends in for when our friends need us the most. You squeezed me in, and I could not thank you more. Johnny, come on. You know I'll squeeze you in whenever <laughs> I can. And wherever I can. I really do appreciate it, Pat. We, I got a lot going on. I got this show coming up yeah, on baby. Thursday. Let us know. State it right now. When, where, and how do we get there? What do we need? All right, so I have my very first art exhibition. Mm-hmm. Art show, art gallery a showcase, whatever you want to call it, Thursday, September 7th from 6 to 10 p.m. at the Fulton Street Collective, which is at 1821 West Hubbard, third floor in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, yeah. And word on the street is it's free to get in. Not only is it free to get in. What? (laughs) Free parking. Free parking. Free park? Uh, Open bar. Um, You know, so we're going to have good music. Good vibes, good people, and I would like to pack the place. It's my first show. I'm just trying to get my name out there. Um, So I took it upon myself to select a really great venue, and I wanted to remove any type of uh, hesitations people might have. So um, I'm trying to make it easy for people to go there and have a good time and see some of my stuff. Yeah, and absolutely. A Thursday, September 7th, from 6 to 10, who's not free? (laughs) maybe a couple people but um you know you don't have to stay for the whole time you can pop in have a beer say hi see what i got going on but i am taking this opportunity to show what i've been working on for the last year or so um i've been working on a lot of different types of uh art and you know this is kind of my first showcase and I could not be more excited to um, kind of be putting myself out there. I'm a little nervous, but it's going to be a great time. And um, if you're available, I'd love you to come on by. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, whenever you do something for the first time, the immediate reaction is, oh, it's going to go horribly. Like you, I have had nightmares <laughs> that no one shows up. I'm not kidding. Like It's been a reoccurring dream where I, I rented out this great venue. So... I, I found some website where you can rent different event spaces and they have all different types of event spaces, different price points, obviously. But like there was like a nail salon that you could like rent out for like, you know, 
it was very inexpensive, but it's a tiny little room. And I'm like, no, like my art wouldn't work here. And then they had stuff kind of all over the city. And I found this great venue in Westtown. It's like this industrial warehouse loft. Huge ceilings, exposed brick, hardwood floors. Uh, <laughs> exposed brick. It's yeah, people going. Exactly. And so um, I toured the space. It was the first space I toured. And within a minute, I was like, this is it. Yeah. It, was, it was the most it was on the higher end of things, but that's okay. Um, but it was the it was the exact space that I wanted. I was like, this is gonna be it. My art will look great on the walls here. And um, I'm trying to throw like a big party. So I was like, you know what, come on by in this great space, free booze. Yeah. And come take a look at my stuff. Yeah, and yes, you do wanna throw a big party uh, because you're celebrating the fact that you've made something of Art, which was a hobby, and now you're like, I love this. I've done it. But it's more than just a party. You've invested time, a shit ton of effort, and money into this. So I don't want you to think of just a party because this is something you've worked on for two for a long, long time. Yeah, to be clear, everything's for sale. <laughs> everything so is for the, sale. The minute you and walk put, in, yeah, put a bid yeah. down. I've put a lot of time into all this. So uh, it is going to be a good time. But um, I look at this as kind of the next chapter in my career as an artist. Last summer, I did my very first mural. I had a great time doing it. It was a lot of fun. After I did that, I was like, okay, like what's next? You know, the end goal is to try and get into a gallery. Now, it's... <laughs> If I don't, I don't, whatever. I'm, I love to paint. I've always painted. But for right now, the short-term goal was let me do my very first art show. So it's put a fire under me over the last year or so, uh, mainly the last four or five months, um, to get enough pieces that I'm comfortable and happy enough with to put out into the public that are going to be for sale. So I've worked really hard trying to hone in on my style and what makes me unique and what I like the most and what I think people will like the most. So I'm putting my best foot forward, the stuff I've worked the very hardest on. Um, but there's been a lot of time, effort, energy. Um, you know, any time I had free time, it was in the last couple months, it's been like working towards the show yeah. and, and trying to get ready um, so that when this day does come, that the art looks great, the venue's going to be great, and that everyone's going to have a great time. Yeah, and that's like, so you've built up to this part to be so confident in this is what you think people like and you found a style that fits, but that's not exactly how you're coming. And this is coming from somebody who, one, thinks every time he did stand-up, it was horrible, right? And then somebody tells you, oh, that's really good. You're like, why are you lying, right? So now you've started to feel that confidence in yourself through that work. So where did it, where did this whole thing start? Because you didn't pick it up two months ago when you decided to put on a show. I have gained that confidence that you're talking about within the last probably year and a half. Now I've been painting since I was obviously a kid, but in high school I took art classes all through high school. Every single op opportunity I had, I was taking an art class. Uh, not only was it an easy A, <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun doing it and I still have some of the artwork from high school, like in my apartment right now. Now, I went to college, didn't do much painting. I think I did one little uh, Marquette logo um, in a, a basement of a house I lived in um, on like a, on a wood wall or something like that. I don't, it's probably still Yeah, a little there. Nash action, yeah, whatever happens. And um, 
when I graduated from college, my mom had just gotten, I was, I moved home. My mom had just gotten her kitchen redone. They blew out a wall. They, you know, redid the kitchen that kind of changed where the living room was. And we had all this open wall space. And I was looking at art online because we had this beautiful new kitchen and I was like, we need to have something great on the walls to Mm -hmm. compliment it. And art was just so expensive. And I was like, you know what? I'll just buy three canvases. I'll buy some paint at the art store and some brushes and I could do what those guys are doing, if not better, mm-hmm. for a fraction of the cost. So I did these first three paintings and that's when I kind of like fell in love with it. Again. Now, fell in love with it again. Mm-hmm. And I ended up moving down to downtown Chicago. Same thing. I'm like, I need some art on the walls. Like, let me put some paint onto a canvas. Now, at this point, there's no social media presence. Mm-hmm. I'm not posting. My stuff was bad now at the time i thought it was good (laughs) looking back on it i'm like maybe a few things are okay but like yeah i've probably painted over like most of those canvases and i'm i'm in the category of uh best friends and when you said you were painting i was like okay like just to like hang your own things like what are we doing here johnny so i uh recently this is a little off topic but recently had uh done a quick photo shoot with a really talented photographer his name steven piper uh, his Instagram is Prez Pipe. If you guys need any oh, headshots or anything like that, he's really, really talented. And he was talking to me about kind of the progression of my art career. And I was saying that I had not started posting until this past year on Instagram. And he said, Oh, so you sucked in silence. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I totally sucked in silence. Like I was sucking and only my friends that would come into my apartment would see it. Now I do think it was a step above like, you know, um, Saturdays are for the boys flag or like an American flag <laughs> right, like in my Michael room, Jordan. But like I wasn't trying to sell that stuff to yeah. like anybody. Like Michael Jordan, Palman, two basketballs, yes. like every guy's dorm room. Exactly. The, uh, you know, Pulp Fiction poster. Yeah. Like everyone has that. So at least I didn't have that. But yeah. uh, my stuff was, uh, I was still like learning like what I liked, what style I liked. And so um, from, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, when I moved into the city, you know, five years ago mm-hmm. and for like two or three years after that, I was messing around with all different types of styles. I didn't, I, I went through like a skull phase where I was only painting skulls. I went through more of like an abstract, like landscape mm-hmm. style. Um, and then I kind of fell into like this geometric, like abstract style that I really, really liked. It just scratched like the right part of my brain. <laughs> like it just did it for me. Yeah. And I love that I could, you know, sketch it beforehand, either on graph paper or a loose piece of paper or something like that. And it was a very calculated approach to a painting. Now, when it comes to the color, that's, that was totally like at, you know, I, all right, like I sketched out this painting. What am I going to do about the colors? Like I just have to see what I got, see what colors like work together. Um, but there was a calculated approach to it starting out and then I kind of let the colors kind of come to me. I was, you know, mixing around, messing around with different types of colors, seeing, you know, blues, greens, blues Mm -hmm. and reds. Um, And so I feel like after I did my mural a year ago, I was like, all right, geometric abstract. That's where I'm, that's what I'm sticking with. Like, this is for me. And my goal as an artist was like, I want to have people see my stuff and know like that's a Johnny Wilcox. Right. So I took a few of my favorite paintings and I said, okay, well, what's next? Yeah. Not going to change the style. I'm going to stay in the same theme. How can I make this better? What, what's the next step to take this further 
make it more approachable, make it better, still scratch that right part of my mind, but like keep advancing it, if that makes sense. 100% it makes sense. So the beauty of this art show that I decided to throw for myself (laughs) was that I had to, I, it forced me to be like, all right, like there's a fire under me. Like I gotta like, let's go. Like over the last couple months, like anytime I've had free time, it's like, I got to paint, like I got a show coming up. Like there's a lot of money and time invested in this. Like I need to come up with some really, really cool stuff. And I think what's great, and I think what most people need to understand right now is, like, people see my art and they're like, dude, this is awesome, but there's no way I could afford this. Right. Like, they're like, dude, you could sell that for (laughs) $1,000. Now, maybe I could, but this show, like, this is me. I'm trying to get my art out there. I met with this artist who he photographed my artwork for me. So for these prints, and we'll get into that a little bit later by mm-hmm. prints. But he said, you can't be a, you don't want to be a collector of your own artwork. He's like, what right. good does it do you sitting in your studio? So for this show, I mean, I don't want people to come in there thinking that like this, buying a painting for me is going to like break the bank. Like I think that most people will be able to swing a painting of this size, um, you know, to put it, in the perspective, if you go into an art store and buy a 60-inch by 36-inch canvas, which is what most of my art is on, that's going to be around 125 bucks. And let's say you wanted to ship it to your apartment. Shipping and handling for something of that size could be three or $400. Now, instead of doing that, you might be able to buy a one-of-one painting from me, and I deliver it to your front door. Yeah. So um, there's going to be a lot of unique stuff. This is, I'm not, I don't have some crazy big ego that I think I need yeah. to charge five, $6,000 for, yeah. for one of my paintings. Um, I want to sell my stuff and I want people to come in and buy it. Yeah. And as somebody who has bought it and who has had it delivered by you, I can say and attest to the fact it's worth it. <laughs> Pat, you're always my biggest hype man. Oh, I really, really appreciate it. it. You were able to get into the uh, one of my paint, my early paintings of that geometric abstract style. Yeah, and dude. I've only taken that one farther. So yeah. you got you got one of the early stages, but I uh, this venue that I'm I'm at, it's going to be a great space, and they host all different types of artists. I've been in there before, and um, what's great about this venue is that they have all these artist studios that are in the same building. And I've had the pleasure of meeting a few really, really talented artists, a few really talented photographers, a few people that help curate museums, just people in the art community, which has been great because it's something I don't really have. I didn't go to college for art. So I've been talking to these individuals and they've been sharing stories with me about, you know, someone that's maybe a little bit, well off that just got into (laughs) painting and you know they're a powerful attorney and they say all right I'm gonna buy a bunch of five foot by six foot canvases and I'm gonna start painting and these are gonna be worth a ton of money and they have an art show and they list these paintings for five to six thousand dollars and they don't sell a single one and they're like pissed and embarrassed and angry and it's like well yeah no of course right you're a no-name artist you can't just like start at the top Right. You got to work something. You got to start from the bottom and work your way up. So if you're listening to this, I'm at the bottom working my way up. I know that I'm a a no name artist. I'm on on the up and come up as they say. Right. But I'm trying to get my stuff out there. Um, So it's going to be affordable and it's going to be awesome. It's unique. And I think it fits most people's aesthetic. Like 
Uh, it, I don't care if you're a guy, a girl, rich, poor, you know, you're in a studio, mm-hmm. you know, shoebox apartment or like in a huge industrial loft apartment. Like I think that my stuff looks pretty good anywhere. Um, now let's say you want the art and you cannot get painting. Um, I've, I'm going to really start focusing on prints, but I've gotten a few prints made and they look sweet. So I, I agree. Thank you. <laughs> I, the prints are, I think the move. Now that's also why I would like to get rid of a lot of these paintings is that I've had photographs taken of all these paintings so I can make prints so I can sell one for like, let's just call it a wholesale price. I'm going to be wholesaling this stuff. Right. Now I can continue to sell this painting just in a print form for however long I'd like or however right. long there's interest. Um, I, I had this photographer come in and take these photos. He has this incredible setup. There's only a few of them in the city. Uh, he works very closely with museums and curators, and he has this incredible setup. And um, he has these high-resolution images that show everything. <laughs> The littlest imperfection. The littlest mistake <laughs> that you wouldn't see, but uh, on a print, like, you start to get a little closer. Oh, you see Johnny, it. your painter's tape is showing. <laughs> Was that a bad brush? I see a little <laughs> bit of a blob over there. Um, no, he, he's been great, though, and these images are awesome. So for these prints that I have coming up, I did not just take, like, my iPhone and, like, take a photo and, like, go to, like, a FedEx and get, like, a poster, like, right. made for, like, $12. Because yeah. you can do that. And you no, there's nothing wrong against artists that are doing that. I just, the way I was looking at it was, like, I want to do it the right way. It's my first time around. And I had gone into contact with this photographer who takes these incredibly high-resolution images. And he's able to take a this photo that's 100% color-matched, um, perfectly to scale. It shows everything. Uh, perfect lighting and he's able to send it to me as a tiff file and I can then outsource that to a print shop mm-hmm. and this print shop they make what's called G-Clay prints I don't know if I'm going to stay with these prints but um, the only thing you need to know about these is that they last forever mm-hmm. like they're they're quote-unquote archival so that color will stay for they said over 200 years so Jesus you buy Christ. a print you could keep it that's Your longer than a tattoo. It's longer than a tattoo. It's longer than a tattoo. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so these these prints are going to be um, kind of what I'm going to be focused on after the show. But, um, you know, let's say the paintings are too much or you don't have the size for a massive painting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be offering prints as well. Let me know if you're interested and we can figure it out down the road. Um, but I'm going to be able to have prints of all the paintings that are going to be at the show. Yeah, and that's sweet. And I think it's a really cool idea to make it more accessible in that fashion because it's way easier to grab that size rather than where am I getting this big old canvas that I don't even, it's not fitting on top of the Uber I'm taking home. <laughs> That's why you hired me and I'll drop it off. Exactly. <laughs> so if you're taking an Uber to mm-hmm. the venue, John can get you the painting to wherever you yeah. Uber back Next to. Next day delivery. Friday, day. Friday morning, Friday afternoon. Yeah. He it'll might be, be a little glossy-eyed, but he'll be, be happy to drop it off for you. I'll be more than happy to drop <laughs> it off. I do not want to take any paintings home with me, guys. So yeah, I want to sell everything, and um, that's where I'm at. Absolutely. And if you can get enough people in there to have that before and after of you just like standing in there with a bunch of people, all the paintings are on the wall. And then you fast forward to like 11 p.m. and all of them are off. Like, I what what would that do in the pantalones for you? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you do not want to know. The deep breath into the microphone says everything for everyone. Dude, John's going to be thinking about that one the entire weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The show's yeah. on a Thursday, buddy. I was saying that I have like a nightmare that like no one shows up. Mm-hmm. There's like, so that's like, obviously like it's any like person's concern. Like they're putting themselves out there. Like it's a big thing, you know, um, but very occasionally I have the daydream that it goes awesome. Yeah. And I'm trying to manifest it. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Like it's going to be a great time. And I have this like vision of just people like coming and going as they please but you're able to come into this awesome space and maybe fall in love with something and maybe be kind of wowed by the price and be like, Oh my God, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, it's, this is going to break me. I could spend a couple hundred bucks here. Like, yeah. and I get a one of one painting that gets dropped off of my front door. Yeah. And I have a story whenever somebody comes over to my apartment. Exactly. Cause it's not one of those paintings. Like I'm not on Etsy. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any really type of online shop. So, you know, it's a really unique piece. Now, I will say that I have all of my stuff in my apartment. Occasionally, I get the, <laughs> I get the compliment that this is you know people like yeah. the stuff or that it's a little unique. So, um, I think that most people would uh, be able to get that same benefit. This I don't know how the listeners will react to this because Mitch Malloy has been on the pod yep. a poop ton. Mm-hmm. So um, take this with a grain of salt. Mitch came over with us to John's apartment and the next day John had sold a painting to Mitch. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, Mitch came in, saw it. I was like, what is this? And I met Mitch for the very first time. He, Clifford is hyping him up. Dude, this guy's awesome. He's so fun. He's like, you're going to love him. <laughs> Total guys, guy. <laughs> great. A He's a great dude. dude. I'm like, all right, like, let's go. Like bring him over. And uh, Mitch is a great dude. He lives up to the the hype. Yeah. Um. And he was looking around. I was like, where'd you buy all these? I'm like, dude, I made them. He's like, all right, are these for sale? I'm like, sure, why not? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, sure, dude. Like, you know, like, of course. Like, what do you want? And uh, he, you know, picked something out. And the next day, you know, he's coming by and pick it up. So, you know, I, I, I got rid of that painting. I ended up getting another canvas and painting on and putting it back on the wall. So like, I'm happy to like get rid of this stuff. And you know, I am like, I don't like run out of ideas, which I think at least I don't knock on wood, like have that issue right now. I don't get this writer's block, but like I have so much stuff that I like just want to like keep on doing. And you know, even if I don't sell any stuff, like it's still like a great experience. It's going to build my portfolio mm-hmm. and I'm not going to stop painting. Like it's only going to like keep on progressing right. I felt that like now was like a good point in my career to like start showcasing stuff but like who knows where I'll be at in a year because I look at my stuff from a year ago two years ago three years ago four years ago five years ago and in my opinion it's only progressed um and I've only kind of been honing in on my style which um I think is important as an artist you have to find like what works for you and just try and like get better at it now I'm saying I'm going to keep on doing this. Like I will keep on doing this. Like I'm not stopping. Like it just, it's great to get off of your phone, like get off of technology and like do something like with your hands. And like makes me feel like so much better. I'm like, you know, a day off of work. It's like, Oh, I didn't lay on the couch and like scroll on TikTok or Instagram all day. It's right. like, Oh, I like did like, this is what I have to show for today. And the best part of it is it did start as a hobby. 
A hundred percent. So for you to take a hobby that just gave you some immediate dopamine, a sense of satisfaction, like just got to be moving and using your creative mind that you didn't feel like you used before, and now turning it into something where you're hosting an art exhibit, a gallery. I think that, like like Stephen said, I sucked in silence. (laughs) Like, it's okay to do that. Like, it's okay. Like, if you want to, like, you know, yeah. draw or sing or play an instrument, like do like whatever makes you happy. Now for me, it was like making art, like painting, mm-hmm. but like, you never know like what it could turn into. And like, sure. It's great. If I can make a couple bucks like here and there, like fantastic. Like I'm not going to quit my day job. If I, if, if it did hit that point, that'd be like, that's everyone's dream, right? Like you right. get to do what you love, but this isn't some sort of like cash grab for me. It's not like some like get rich quick scheme it's just like i love my art i want to put it out there i want other people to have it and you want to make more art I, i'm going to keep making yeah art, Pat. regardless of the regardless fact. it sells it doesn't sell i i yeah. bring 15 paintings there and bring 15 home i'm gonna go buy more canvases yeah i wish i could say that uh we as a podcast have suffered in silence but you can listen to <laughs> to our uh quote-unquote silence and uh, if I, I'd be lying to you if I said I've listened to our first ever episode, um, you know, the suffering and Well, it's great <laughs> that you have it documented because you get to go back. It's right. a starting point. You get Absolutely. to see how much yeah. you've gotten better. I mean, I didn't start posting on Instagram until a year ago because of you. Oh, so stop it. No. So I, I did my first, if you want to hear this, <laughs> I know you do. Selfish. It's okay, Pat. Yeah, I so it. I, I did my my first mural, and at the time I was only posting on TikTok. Now I probably had a TikTok for a year prior to that. Mm-hmm. The reason being was I started doing these really large paintings, and I did not want people to know that I was painting. Right, I was like, like your wanna, immediate I'll, circle. Yeah, I'm like I don't want people to know this, but like I also like want to like record this and like kind of put it out there. I, that, that might put me in like kind of a weird spot, but I was like. People know I do this. I don't want to like, I'm not talking about this at work. Like I'm only talking about this like with my really close friends. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, started posting a TikTok under like an alias. And uh, I, you have that option to like attach your contacts. Mm-hmm. So like your contacts can like find you. Yeah. And like every time it popped up, I was like, do not allow, nope. do not allow, nope. do not like, no, like <laughs> nope, not yet. My, you know, someone from eighth, eighth grade is not finding out that I'm painting right now. <laughs> you know, someone from high school or whatever. Yeah, like someone's having a real yeah. bad day and they just see John Smith's trying to paint. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh God. So um, I did this mural a year ago, uh, about a little bit. Uh, yeah, about a year ago actually. And uh, I had no Instagram and you texted me and you was like, you were like, now is the time. It's time. You're like, this is it. Like, this is sweet. Like, you got to do this. Like, it's dope, dude. And I was like, <sighs> oh, all right. Now, that's all a right. different breathe. In my <laughs> exactly. But I needed, like, that little, like, push. And, like, yeah. obviously, you're one of my best friends. And, like, that's what you're there for. But, like, you were right. Like, I, it was time to, like, come out and, like, put a face to it. So, um, Thank you, obviously, for that. Oh, stop. Yeah, Thank you. I don't know. Who knows how long it would have been? 
before I even, if, who knows if the Instagram would even be around right now. <laughs> True. If it wasn't for you. Oh, man, you're giving me too much credit, which I will take <laughs> with open arms. I will take it all. But I wouldn't say it if I didn't like it. And I wouldn't buy one of yours if I didn't like it. Very true. You know, we're at, uh, I would say we're long enough friends to where we can tell each other to go kick rocks or play in traffic. <laughs> That's a really nice way of putting it. Yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. Um, but as somebody who has known you forever, um, I wanted you to because it was sweet. It was cool. Like, using that creative side when you don't get to, like, do it as a form of payment, it takes a lot of guts. Like, it's it's nuts. And to put yourself out there like that, like, I mean, who knows how many people from, like, our high school, our, my high school, our grade school, like, listen to our podcast. But, like, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I right. would do this for free for eternity. Right, exactly. It's just fun to have something that you, like I was saying, you're off the phone, you're not, on DraftKings, like <laughs> you're not like you know you it's you you're scratching the right part of your brain like you're doing something that um, most people don't do and like I can say like with confidence like I've had a bunch of people like reach out to me that are like hey dude like this could like these are random people or and also friends too but I'm like hey dude I was watching your stuff. I bought some paint today. Like I just got into painting. Like I think your stuff's awesome. Like thank you. Or like people are like, hey, what kind of paint do you use? Like I want to do what you're doing. Um, I've had friends like, hey, I got into drawing. Like I'm not gonna like share anything, but I just want to like let you know. Like I've yeah. saw you've been like draw, like painting. Like I I've always liked to draw. Like I've been doing a lot of drawing lately. Thank you. And like that it feels awesome. Dude, it's nuts. Like the most minuscule detail somebody says about like if they listened to any part of my podcast our podcast ever. I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm going to think about this for like a week now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's some little point of, okay, I'm not doing this for nothing. You know, right. like regardless of the fact that we would do what we're doing for nothing, but that one little thing where somebody says yeah. you did this yeah. so I could do this yeah, or you did this and I liked it yeah. is like some sort of thing that just makes you feel like, okay, yeah, it makes keep it totally doing worth it a little it. bit yeah, more. It makes it totally yeah. worth it. Now, every now and again, I'm sure you you experience this too. There's some haters. Oh out there. yeah, and uh, every guy yeah. talks about starting a podcast at a bar. So do it. Yeah. So do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, if <laughs> it legitimately this idea of washed up started at a bar to a text from a buddy into should we just do it, and now. 11 seasons later, we're still doing it. Right, exactly. I get comments like, I could do it. Do it. Then do it, I, man. I dare you. Yeah, Go. It, do it. it. I, please, do it better than me. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And, of course, the haters do it just because it's like uh, you want to stay above somebody for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like You want to have something over this person. If they're... Making money on their regular job and then also having fun outside of it. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, man, what am I doing wrong? Right. It's like, sure, I would love this podcast to just make me a million dollars and I could do this every single day talking into a microphone about the White Sox making me want to jump off a bridge. Mm -hmm. But just the little things, like of getting here, hitting record, and just like 
all we're doing is just shooting the shit, letting people know that we're out here. We're out here, and we're having fun. Yeah. And you should be doing the same. Exactly. You don't have to be posting it on your Instagram or TikTok, <laughs> yeah. but, like, go, like, it's okay to, like, you know, step outside your comfort zone. Suffer like, in do, silence. Suffer in silence. Suck in silence. Uh, but do, like, whatever, like, makes you feel good. Like, whatever is, like, makes you happy, and it's, like, fun to do, and, like, it adds just, like, another, like, layer to you, like... I had a, a friend who's going to be at the show. His name's Mike Makey, very talented <laughs> musician. Um, and he, we hired him for a show for um, a big birthday party for my mom, and he was incredible. And at the sh- after he performed, we were talking. I was like, "Dude, you were awesome!" And I was like, "I, I don't know if I, you know, but I've been also painting as well." And he had no clue that I had been painting. And he was like, "That's so cool." And we were both like agreeing, like it's just great to like have like something else to like oh, who I, you are. Yeah. As like a person now that could be working out. Like I know people that are like training for marathons that are like, like that's what you focus on. Like, and that's incredible. Like that takes a different type of strength. It's a different part of your brain Mm -hmm. that you're working. Like you're pushing yourself like to the limit. Um, but like just, you know, there's haters out there. Just do what makes you happy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the main things that comes across is when that happens, when you, in my instance, when I say, like, yeah, I also have a podcast, people are like, why aren't you, like, telling people about it? It's like, because I would do it for free. You yeah, know, like, totally. do I want more people to know about it? Yes, absolutely. But I'm not, like, that shameless, like, self-plug dude. Every time I talk to you, like, hey, listen to my podcast. Hey, buy my art. Yeah, that's been the hardest part for me is, like, the self-promotion slash like marketing because like right. I don't want to be like that like annoying guy on social media that's like non-stop like just like jamming it down your throat like because I don't want to do that and like that's not my style right but like it it sucks but like it kind of has to be done now, absolutely there's a right way to go about mm-hmm. it and there's a wrong way to go about it but I feel like it's a it's pretty easy to like fall into like that wrong line. Like we're just like, all right, dude, like we get it. Like you're having an art show. Like stop <laughs> talking about it, dude. Like I'm fucking coming anyways. Yeah. Like put me on mute then. <laughs> mute, me. mute me for the next yeah. month. Dude. Yeah. Just so everyone knows I'm going to be promoting it, the <laughs> shit out of it for the next fucking couple of days. <laughs> yeah. It's Monday. You got enough time to go talk about it to everybody and be yeah. there on Thursday. Yeah. I think that Thursday night game doesn't start till what? 720. Oh, yeah, Lions, KC. Just bet Lions money line and get on with it. I'll bring my iPad. We'll get YouTube TV on there. (laughs) It'll be in the corner. There's also going to be a bartender, so I said open bar, but, like, bartender's going to be there. Like, So we'll have, like, a setup. So if someone wants to, like, watch the game on my iPad, then go be a little kid in the corner. (laughs) Just Watch all your bets, Luke. Yeah. Uh, we do have one stipulation. If you win your bet, you have to buy something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hit yeah. uh, Lions Moneyline at plus 230? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this piece will go great in your yeah. living room. <laughs> 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 oh, you took KC yeah. with the points? Yeah, you're going to have to afford this yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. You know, I spoke with this guy, uh, this artist, who uh, I was talking about pricing and because I, I really had no idea like how to price these things. And he was like, you have to price it at like what's going to make you happy, but also like where you're not going to be sad. Right. So he was like, you have to be ready to like let something go like at like the least amount you'll be sad. And you have to start somewhere like you're not going to start like that guy that I was talking about that 
was started out trying to sell six thousand dollar paintings and he just started painting a year ago it's like dude there's not a market for that right but he was giving me some really great insight and he's like you never know what this could lead into and he had done a similar uh event and he had 15 pieces all for a hundred dollars now they were not the size that i had he sold all 15 of them and he was shocked he didn't like didn't even think that people were going to be like buying his stuff and there was someone there that has a gallery in Chicago and reached out to him the next day and said, hey, I want to have more of your art in my gallery for my next showcase. And, like, that's Beautiful. how he got into a gallery. And so, like, he he was like, all right, like, I, like, sold all these for 100 bucks, And people were coming up to me and they're like, hey, if you had an extra zero behind that, like, I would have paid it. He's like, it hurts. Like, you don't want to know that. He also said, he also said to that customer, you can still pay that if you think it's worth that. Guac will be extra. I would have paid 70. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, I don't know what this could lead into, what could be next, but I think people might be surprised at, at the affordability of some of this stuff. Absolutely. So, um, in a perfect world, you get the amount of people to walk around from that 6 to 10 window. Like you said, you don't need to be there at 6, and you don't need to leave at 10. It's in and out, whatever yeah. you need to do. Right. What happens next? Where where do we go post-first art exhibit? It's funny you say that, because I've been thinking a lot about it. I, I really shouldn't be, because like <laughs> I still have so much <laughs> so to get done. So much work. I mean... From the time is this is recording to the show, like I have a laundry list. Like I've mapped out like everything I gotta get done. So, um, but to answer your question, I'm gonna be doing some really cool stuff. Uh <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> really cool stuff. Think of uh I'm trying to figure out the best way to put this. So take one of my paintings, the style, remove the canvas and picture a custom frame. And that's where I'm going to leave it for right now. But I'm going to take my stuff to the next level. Um, and, you know, galleries are goofy. I don't really, if a gallery were to be like, hey, can you put some of your, come up with some of your stuff in there? Like, great. But I think I really just want to really focus on my style and like what's next. And if something comes of this show or just comes from where my stuff goes next, like, great. But like, I'm still going to like put my head down and like keep going. Like, and also, I really want to, like, get into the prints and um, maybe print on demand, maybe do an Etsy shop, um, maybe do more promotional stuff on TikTok with prints because I feel like that's um, a great way to kind of get your art out there for um, really a really inexpensive price. But that's yeah. where I'm at. Because you're doing the show in Chicago. Obviously, your your social circle is Chicago. But the reason you started on TikTok without an affiliation to who you are outside of art was to hit that network that you didn't know. Yeah. Right. And so for those people that aren't in Chicago and see you, they're probably like, Oh man, just Chicago. And like, Oh, what can I do to get a Johnny Wilcox in my area? Well, I do do shipping. I do want to say that I, I just had a, a, someone buy a painting he lives in Seattle, and uh, these are like the FedEx ladies' words, not mine. She said, Seattle's the worst fucking place to send a fucking <laughs> box. Um, so I, I can send art anywhere, uh, wherever you live. 
Um, and I have sent, I have sent one to Seattle. I'm going to be sending another painting to Seattle for this customer, um, who saw my stuff and was like, this is great. Like I got to have it. Obviously I can't make the show, but like I want a piece for my office. Right. Um, so it can be shipped anywhere, but the prints too, like that's going to be the way to go. And like, I would love to just kind of get my stuff out there for, um, a really great low price point to make people happy and like get, you know, some of my art out there. Yeah. And your main canvases, what what size are we rocking with for the, the big boys on deck? If my numbers are correct at the show, there should be um, 15, 60 inch by 36 inch, which is going to be five feet by three feet. Okay. So there's a lot and there's going to be one 60 inch by 148 inch. Jeez, I said that's wrong. 60 by 48, which is five feet by four feet. So it's really, really large stuff. Now, I think that, um, I know that might be like an intimidating size, but I think you can make it work. Oh, I've made it work. Above a bed, in a hallway, an entrance to your apartment or your house. like To the I, left of your TV where the sun from the window hits it just beautifully in the Oak Park neighborhood. Um, just not speaking from uh, experience <laughs> or anything there. Um, just like that. Don't, no, yeah, just that's just like a first, um, you know, just thought about where it could be placed. But so you have that, which some people might say huge, right? I would go larger. I, I It's so weird. I don't like to go on anything smaller. That's it's what, so weird. Like... I would actually rather go two, three, four times the size. Jesus like if Christ. I, like, if I had the space for it, I would do it. Like, I only want to go bizar- bigger physically. And I think that I could I make wish some... I could go bigger. <laughs> what? Um, no, this is about you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, I just... I People are always like, why don't you paint on a smaller canvas? Like, I, it just doesn't feel right to me. I don't know. It's so weird. Like, I'm just so particular now it's been kind of a pain in the ass like i went to the art store and i bought 10 60 inch by 36 inch canvases <laughs> i had to rent a fucking u-haul <laughs> a fucking u-haul dude like it's I, that doesn't fit in a regular i SUV. haven't even started and i've had to rent a truck yeah and like i know it adds an extra step but like dude I, maybe a little over a year ago uh, it was like January or February and I like needed three more of those canvases and the mm-hmm. art store had like a sale. And so um, it was like 50% off. I'm like, oh, that's an incredible deal. I'm like, oh my God, like I can get these things like for the low. Right. And so I just used Apple Pay, like clicked right through everything, like double click, like boom, like notification, <laughs> ding, like it's going to be delivered in three days. A freight truck pulled up in front of the studio and like a guy like, with like a box lift, like had to get out and like move these cameras out. Cause like they're so oh big and it was God. like packaged. And I looked at the fine print and like shipping and handling was like $500. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. I'm like, what did I 50% do? off. Like, so like to me, for me to move canvases of that size, like I have to rent a fucking U-Haul and uh, <laughs> I know it adds an extra step. Like it's not, it's not the easiest to do, but like, I don't know, like my stuff, I just feel like it, when I'm doing these paintings, like I just love to do the bigger stuff. Yeah. And so like my mind can't fathom a times two or three of it. So if you were to make that times two or times, times three canvas, 
Where are you envisioning that going? So there's, you know, luxury high rises or um, hotels or um, businesses or different event spaces that have. Mm. So I'll like go to like a wedding or um, I'll be in like a really nice hotel and they'll have like the worst, in my opinion. (laughs) Like just some very generic, just like some very generic stuff that they probably, it's mass produced. Like it looks like it's probably in a million other hotels and like this big wall. And I I see a space like that. I'm like, I think that like my stuff would look great there. Yeah. Like I, I picture it like I've been like waiting for like in, you know, in someone else's apartment building i'm like waiting for an elevator i look to my left and there's like this huge wall with nothing yeah. on there. i'm like i'm like my yeah. design look great there, like blown up now yeah. again that's me just being like oh my stuff yeah my, great. my shit's I, dope um but i also think that um there's a need for it and it's also like a little bit like of a a niche market to get into like that really large stuff and i think i would be able to scale um so who knows, like, if I could be able to do something like that down the road or, like, who knows, uh, maybe a mural on the side of a building. Yeah. Maybe, like, something like that. Yeah. But I I, I would be up to the challenge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I remember for your mural in Oak Park, which just so happens to be, like, right across from where I currently reside. Um, if people find your mural, they don't know where I'd live, which is kind of <laughs> scary now. But uh, never mind. Um you were talking to me about some of the difficulties because of how drastic, uh, uh, to the layperson, how drastically different painting on a canvas is to painting on the undercarriage of the L. Well, let's not use the word undercarriage. I did pad. just for the reason. It's, uh, saying it's on, the word undercarriage. You like the undercarriage, don't you? Yeah, every once in a while, Johnny. It's, um, it was a cement space. And uh, it was a great cement space. It's along the L tracks in downtown Oak Park. And uh, painting on cement versus a canvas is a pain <laughs> in the fucking ass, let me tell you. Now, it was different. There was a little bit of a learning curve. It added a little bit more time. And by a little bit more time, I mean that the whole thing took me 20 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and it got vandalized and around the corner. At the very beginning, I just kind of claimed the space it got vandalized luckily right before knock on wood doesn't happen again yeah um but no a lot of time had to go into that um and on top of that i didn't like in the middle of august and it was like 100 degrees it was like scorching hot out there i was like dripping sweat um i don't want to sound like a complainer right now (laughs) but it was let me tell you it was hot out there now i i love that i get to drive by like and be like Oh, like that's there. Yeah, and like, they're sick. never going to paint over it. And like my sister made a great point. She's like, you'll be able to show your kids that one day. Like yeah. it's not going anywhere. Um, which I think was really cool. So totally worth it. Um, and like it added to the portfolio, which I also think that like this art show is just like adding to the portfolio. Like it makes me more credible as an artist to ha- say, Hey, I've done a mural. I've had an art show. Mm-hmm. I do prints. Like I have my hands kind of in different baskets, kind of all right. over as opposed to like just doing digital art right. or um, just doing oil or strictly doing murals. Like I just want to try and make my portfolio as large as I can be as versatile as I can. And I think it makes me a better artist for it. Yeah, it definitely does because that adaptability to 
range from canvas to extreme heat to battling cement. the elements. If <laughs> battling you will. the I was elements. Battling the elements. Out yeah, there. it's a waterproof waterproof uh, mural that um, I slaved over, sweated on, cried about. You know, the whole nine, <laughs> and to work through that adversity. <laughs> I came out stronger on the other end. Came out a better man because of it. <laughs> I bought my mom dinner afterwards because I needed it. <laughs> I remember I came home. I was like, I need a Coca-Cola. I'm like, I need some sugar. I'm like dehydrated. Didn't I'm even like, want like some... a nice cold beer. You're like, God bless it. Give me a Diet Coke. <laughs> nice cold Coke. Give right me now. a Diet. That's all I need. Yeah. I need some sugar right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like about to pass out. But. Back to the show, like, it's going to be a really, really great time. And, like, if you can come, I would love you. Well, let's I, I might hit the details one more time. Thursday, September 7th. Thirsty Thursday. From 6 to 10 p.m. at the Fulton Street Collective. So it's 1821 West Hubbard. It's the third story. It is an incredible venue. Um, it's really, really great. You're going to have free entry, free parking, open bar. And most importantly, Mart's going to be on display and for sale. Yeah. And if you couldn't memorize the address, you can easily find Johnny Wilcox on Instagram at Johnny Wilcox art underscore. And I'm spacing on your TikTok handle. So is it at just Johnny Wilcox? No underscore. No underscore. Perfect. Actually, let me double check that, but I'm almost <laughs> certain. But yes, Instagram would be the way. Would you rather have people reach out to you on it's easier Instagram on, DM? It's, yeah, it's easier on Instagram. Yeah, so Johnny Wilcox art underscore. And in your bio, we have Johnny Wilcox art exhibit 907-23-1821 West Hubbard, Chicago. 6 to 10 p.m., free entry. Oh, John, look at this. You're ready for the show. Mm -hmm. Some self-promotion, self-marketing right there. Selfless is what it is, John. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, before we wrap it all up, is there? obviously we would love for everyone and anyone to come show the support and keep an open mind to purchase something because you will have something to purchase, big or small. There's no, no pressure, though. Absolutely not. Come on by. And you don't have to buy anything, but just come say what's up. Show support, some support. Have a beer, a glass of wine. Hang out. We're going to go out afterwards. I don't know where we're going. I, I told some other friends. They're like, where are we going afterwards? I'm like, that's your job. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I figured, have a show I have a to run. I stuff to figure out. Like, <laughs> you figure it out. But Legitimately, um, the next seven days of your life, six days. Because um, we're, we're recording this Thursday night, a week from when it'll be happening. Um, figure out where we're going at 1030 <laughs> for me, please. That's not my responsibility right now. <laughs> my responsibility is to talk to as many people as there. Yes, exactly. So. Yeah. I'm going to be selling myself. <laughs> Ooh, yes. In, in both ways. John is more expensive than his art, so just buy the <laughs> yes. art instead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, Johnny Wilcox underscore on Instagram. Of course, Johnny. Go over to his show. It's on the bio page of his Instagram. It's been a pleasure having you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pat. You're the man. I'll quit it. This has been a little Johnny Wilcox exclusive. 
Holy cow, guys. Yes, Go is. to the show. Do it. Why not? Why if not? not you, then who? If not yeah. then, then when? Just, why not? <laughs> why not? Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. It feels so good to go support your friends. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next time. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty tryna come through to kick it like kung fu. On the blood cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody wanna be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race roofs. Sip great goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I down. Okay, I gotta go right out la di da di do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go right out la di da di do I feel fucking awesome I'm, I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine on God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset Get it, get it, good, good, get it, get it.